welcome to our St. Joseph Day Reflection. Thank you for joining us to celebrate the rich tradition of our heritage. You may ask, why do we celebrate St. Joseph Day? We recognize two special heritage stories in Providence Health Ministry as guides to our identity and recognition of those who have gone before for their inspiration for our life. In September, we recognize Blessed Emily Gamlin, foundress of the Sisters of Providence, as a role model for compassion and service. On March 19th, we recognize St. Joseph. We're privileged to bring you this small prayerful reflection as we celebrate St. Joseph Day, and we ask you to share it with others throughout the week. St. Joseph holds a special place in our history. He's the namesake and patron of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange. He is also the protector for the Sisters of Providence and the patron saint of workers. On this day and throughout this week, we recognize the many ways St. Joseph's loving presence of welcome, courage, and compassion has been influential in so many of our ministries. Just as we tell the story of the Sisters of Providence as part of our Table of the Kings celebrations in the fall, we lift up the story of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange on this day. As you may recall, the Sisters of St. Joseph religious community was founded by a Jesuit priest, Father Jean-Pierre Madai, in France in the year 1650, so literally over three centuries ago. The people of France were suffering the after effects of a series of terrible wars, and there were many widows, orphans, homeless and sick, with no social structures to care for them, not unlike our times today. And there were poor, pious or holy women, many of them widows, who were trying to help where they could. Father Madai was so touched by the selfless efforts of these women, he launched an effort to organize them into a religious congregation so that they could continue their good works with the support only a formal religious community could provide. The purpose of the congregation was to live and work to bring all people into union with God and with one another, serving their spiritual and physical needs in all works of mercy within the power of the sisters. They were sent forth in a manner very similar to our own structure for home and community care. Divide the towns into various neighborhoods, find out what needs exist in each neighborhood, and try to remedy them through your own efforts if you can, or through persons who have some influence over those involved in these disorders. From these beginnings, the Sisters of St. Joseph Religious Community and Ministries grew rapidly. They were requested to come to the United States to St. Louis in 1836 to meet the needs of that community. And in 1912, following another request for the sister support, eight sisters led by Mother Bernard Goslin headed west and began their ministry in Eureka, California. When the great influenza epidemic of 1918 devastated the local population, the sisters responded to the needs of the community and many became nurses. The Eureka community had no hospital. So in 1920, the sisters opened St. Joseph Hospital and the sisters moved their convent to Orange, California and thus began the story of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange. Recently, I heard a beautiful story by Patrick Saya, the mission leader for our shared services in Southern California. He shared how he was fortunate to have met Sister Jane, a sister of St. Joseph of Orange. He shared the story of their conversations and it went something like this. 
he asked. Why do we have these images everywhere? Don't people just walk by the statues every day and never notice it? Pausing slowly, Sister Jane said, Every day on my way to work, I stop in front of the statue. And every day, I reach out to touch the hand of the sister that's holding the orange. She lifted her hand slowly as if to demonstrate her reverence. Why the orange, Patrick asked. It's an offer of hospitality, she replied, a way of welcome, a charism that we try to live out in our ministry every day. Why do you touch the orange every day, Patrick asked again. To live this disposition into the world, Sister Jane said. To live this disposition into the world. It reminds me to be present to others to offer an invitation to walk alongside and to serve those in need. I invite you to pause in this celebration to think about what is the disposition you're living into the world? As we seek to deepen our own influence in the world, we look at how the sisters lived their life. They were inspired by St. Joseph and how he lived his life how he carried the disposition of welcome with courage, reflection, and humility. When asked to accept Mary as his wife, pregnant and alone in a world that would likely have shunned and stoned her, his profound trust in the love of God is one of the most powerful and humble examples in scripture. He was a husband, a father, a builder, a dreamer, a refugee, and he was a just man filled with faith trying to do the right thing. Joseph was presented with many adversities throughout his life. He was often faced with unknown and foggy circumstances and asked to do something new, to protect those in his care as he traveled in the unknown, emboldened by the risk of loving them, even when there was not a clear path. Joseph could have felt angry, hurt, or threatened, but he chose to love and create a loving family for Jesus to grow up in. He believed and he lived every day, relying on God's strength and protection. Pope Francis reflects, Joseph was an ordinary person doing extraordinary things. He had great faith, believed in God's requests of him, and had the courage to carry them out. He pondered and reflected on how to handle challenging situations. He modeled family life and loving relationships. He was a refugee and a stranger in Egypt, and he knew the things of being welcomed and accepted by those who also had little to give. He was intent on creating a community of caring for his family. We know he was a carpenter and a skilled craftsman. He lived without riches or power, but knew what it was to put in a hard day's work. He was ordinary and yet provided extraordinary care for others. He was steadfast and gentle and faithfully did what was right in a quiet and impactful manner, and he made a difference. And because of those characteristics, both orders of sisters that have formed the fabric and the legacy of Providence 
chose him as their patron. What can we learn from St. Joseph today? We live out the spirit of Joseph when we treat each other with dignity, when we strive to make every encounter sacred, when we carry out our work with excellence and compassion. St. Joseph is known as an ordinary man who did extraordinary things. Recognizing and sharing our talents takes humility and compassion, perseverance and grace. From the caregivers who serve at the bedside to those who prepare supplies, each person's gifts come together in community to provide exceptional care every single day. We call every person who works at Providence a caregiver for a reason, because we touch people's lives throughout our service, regardless of our role, as we follow the rich tradition of the sisters. Go out into the community and care for our dear neighbor without distinction. And although we may never know the impact our work has on people's lives, collectively we know that our work does make a difference. It makes a difference for the participant in our PACE and housing programs that rely on our caregivers to maintain their well-being. It makes a difference for the patients who receive home infusion services and safe medication delivery. It makes a difference for the home health patient trying to remain independent and for those that benefit from our palliative care team as they sort through a myriad of decisions. Love shows up for the nursing home patient that relies on our dietary crew, housekeeping, facilities, and clinical care teams. And compassion sings at the end of life when our hospice team shows up and offers supportive care and assistance. Every day in our care homes, in our nursing facilities, in our housing programs, and throughout the community, our caregivers humbly offer their care. Ordinary people using their gifts and talents to do extraordinary things. It is how St. Joseph lived his life, and it is at the heart of how the sisters served. And it is our call as we continue to serve today to live this disposition into the world. And so you might ask, why do we celebrate these heritage days? We celebrate these heritage days because they inform our being. When we hear the story of St. Joseph, we hear about his dedication, his humility, and his practical and faithful love in the face of the unknown. When we hear the stories of the sisters, we feel their compassion, their commitment, and their steadfast service through wars and pandemics, and their commitment inspires us. When we hear stories of our own caregivers, we feel their presence embedded in our heart, and we strive to emulate them and carry on that loving sense of welcome. Just like Joseph, we live in a time with many adversities, unknown futures, and foggy circumstances. We continue to be asked to do something new, to take risks for which there's not a clear path. As we come out of the fog of these past two years and enter into the next steps of this journey, I welcome you to touch the oranges like Sister Jane, to live this disposition into the world. To close, I'd like to read this small poem from a dear friend, Sister Susan DeWitt, who was a sister of St. Joseph of Peace serving in El Salvador. 
It's called weathering. From out of the fog's enormous space, a fence post clears, and then an edge of the road, grasses, a tree trunk lifts, slowly green returns, the taste of oranges. Speed, tomorrow. Getting through fog asks patience, asks belief that underneath the soft blanket and echoing wet grayness lies a familiar world of heft and color, the taste of oranges. Weathering fog, I choose to doubt its permanence, who once spent years lost in gray, enormous space. I look for the edge of the road coming clean into the light. May each of you find the edge of the road, just as St. Joseph did in his time and the sisters did in theirs. May you embody a disposition of hospitality. May you live this disposition into the world and may you forever celebrate the taste of oranges. Thank you for all you do every day to live this mission. Happy St. Joseph Day. And prayer cards are available to help celebrate St. Joseph Day. In honor of the tradition begun with our St. Joseph Ministries, we are blessed to be able to share three new prayer cards created by Sister Madaliva, CSJ, and she shared, as a day laborer, Joseph had little, yet he had compassion, and that was everything. And I love that quote, Sister Madaliva's words, to remind us that there are those among us who live financially, emotionally, and socially day by day. Her words about Joseph, who had compassion that was everything, really calls us to join in solidarity and compassion for those who often live on the margins of society and of our consciousness. This week, as we celebrate St. Joseph's Day, we are so full of gratitude for all of our caregivers, for these special individuals who have been nominated by their peers as part of the values in action process. Our caregivers have always been doing extraordinary things, and this has been even more evident in these past few years. And as we celebrate St. Joseph Day and throughout this week, we would like all of you to use the Success Factors tool to recognize someone who is working quietly behind the scenes, someone who may be an ordinary person doing extraordinary things. And one final note, as we live in this solemn time of war and violence in our world, may we live the disposition of hospitality. May we lift up the people of Ukraine in prayer. May we each do the inner work to find peace in our own heart and share that peace with others in everything we do. Thank you, and God bless.